Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, hello, hello. We are recording live right now. I am Candace. And I am Imami. <laughs> you just can't help. We just can't help but start off smiling. We be all happy. No, it's just a natural thing. It is. It is. Wow. And so I'm so, so, so elated about today. It's the second day of November. <laughs> Woo-hoo. So far, we're two for two. Oh. <laughs> two for two and two beautiful, beautiful days and new beginnings. I'm tomorrow, uh, I'm venturing off into new waters, and I'm super excited about that. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to hear all of your wonderful things that you want to talk about today. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So, um I would like to start off with uh, a deep breath because uh, we just never know what's going on in the atmosphere. I'd like to just clear the atmosphere for this time while we're actually on the line. So let's give it uh, four deep breaths uh, at our own pace. How about that, okay? That's good. All right, here we go. Okay, I needed that. (laughs) I needed that. I needed that. Okay, so uh, so today, it being Wednesday, I I thought we could do you know relate Wednesdays or relation Wednesdays, and um, I feel like on Wednesdays we have and there's a we in Wednesday. (gasps) Maybe that's why Uh, we put the we in Wednesday. So today we can uh, learn a little bit and talk a little bit about relating to one another and uh, what that means when we when we relate and um, how we relate, how we communicate, and the different modes of communication that there are. So um, I wanted to start off with relating to children. I know we have to relate to children at different ages and in different ways, but I I thought we could talk about, you know, uh, our experiences with relating to children in this day and age in 2016, and uh, we can relate to them with good news and we relate to them with bad news. 
Um, we were going to have to go through life together with the children of many age ranges. So learning how to communicate and, um, you know, throwing up ideas about suggestions on how to communicate with children good things and um, uh, less good things because they're all, they're all a part of the experience, so we try not to judge everything. But, um, you know, there's a lot of tough talks we have to have. So I thought we could talk about that as well as uh, the modes of communication when it comes to, uh, I, I guess, helpful, helpful modes of communication when you're talking to adult relationships. So uh, adult relationships, not necessarily... Um, I mean, love is all, so, you know, everything is a, a loving relationship, but uh, maybe friendly, friendly adult relationships, the different ways we communicate uh, in this social media technological world. So um, I I know from yesterday, uh, Sister Goddess and Mommy, you have six children and you have grandchildren. Tell me, tell me, tell us once again. Yes, I have six children, that's three boys and three girls, and seven grandchildren, six boys and one girl. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Yes, I have my very own tribe for sure. (laughs) Wow, okay. So, uh, so, So when do you find you have the time to relate to them or the um, the space to? What is that space like? Well, now that they're all grown, the, the ch- my children are grown, so I relate to them when they're ready. You know, um, I used to be that overbearing mother till I understood that it was hurting me and them to be um, allowing them to be uh, become me. I was an enabler, and I was actually hindering their growth. Um, one of the reasons why I moved away from them uh, and left them in Houston, I came here to Jacksonville. Um, I found once I re- once I reflected on my parent my parenting, I was at that stage where I was like, I was not going to be like my mom. But in all reality, I didn't know any any other way because mm. we, you know, we. Um, we we really we can go by we can say we won't what we won't do but we truly just really go on what we really know you know we, we might alter some of the things like I didn't beat my children but I still yelled at them you know mm-hmm. showed them that aggression and I felt that I I had superiority. I felt that I was superior over them because I was older and I was a parent but. You know, as I grew, you know, in in my spiritual and my mental walk, I understood that they were actually the teachers, and 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 when I was doing my yelling and everything, I was stunning their growth. I was I was stunning um, their their free will because I was stopping them in a way that wasn't helping them. It was only hindering them to make them rebel. So I now that's why I don't get in their business. I only mm. react to them, or I say not even react. I only interact with them about their business when they come to me and ask me for my opinion. And then, and then at that point now, I really don't give them my opinion. I I let them listen to what they're saying and reason it out, or ask them 
So if you had a daughter or you had a son, what would you tell them at this point right now? And then once they think about what they would do, I'll say, well, you have your answer. Apply it. So that way I, I'm, mm. not, I'm not leading them or controlling them. And when, like, you know how we are, um, we get the, the blame game um, when it was something that our parents wouldn't let us do. And you know, I blame you for not, I blame you, Mom, for not letting me do what I wanted to do. I never wanted to be this. I didn't want to do that. I'm doing this for you. So we force our children into something. I say we make them live the life that we wanted to live, you know, but we mm-hmm. wouldn't even willing to live it ourselves. So that's the whole thing, how I see things. So I relate to my children now, individual, individual the what, for what energy that they bring and they need, that's what I give them. Mm. So and I really feel like um, that's what, you know, it takes them to grow. Because when, when you think about energy, when you're yelling, you're immune, you're rage, regardless of if it may not be a cuss word. But energy expands the way that it's given. If you're giving, if it's given in a roar, it's going to impact in that same way. So you're you're really bullying your children when you do them wow. like that. So wow. you you expect everyone else to not do it, but you're the one. You're the starting factor to make them accept it. We don't understand that these things are the reason why the girls end up in domestic violence relationships. And in the boys end up being abusive because even though we may not be physically at times, or most of the times we do believe it, that we, we go to that same uh, verse in the description of the Bible that spare the rod, spare the child, which doesn't mean anything about abusing. You know, if we mm. look at the tactic that way we were raised, it's another form of entrapment. It's the same way that the slave masters that we talk about conditioned us into the religion and into the slavery. So we're 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 actually carrying on that same cycle. While children can't transition from the school, they they transition from the school to the prison because they're the same thing. But they have no difference of understanding when all of the same elements are in each place: the home, the school, and the prison. So we have to understand all of our actions, how we relate to them, yelling, uh, being very, uh, the language that we, I hear a lot of people cuss their children out like it's nothing, but then they expect them to, you know, to be um, a different type of kid. Yeah, they're going to act straight when you're around, but when you're not around, they're going to re- they're going to act out the way that you act out. That's why in psychology, when they give the children the dolls and tell them, you know, show me what you feel, and they start beating on the dolls, or you know, they'll show you what's being done wow. to them. Wow. Yeah. You know? So we have to understand that. This is we the way that we relate is the way that we condition. If we're going to allow them to expand, we have to do that, but we have to be able to expand along with them. And that's understanding that what my mama did ain't the same thing I need to do. And if I don't know what to do, I need to understand that I need to relate to the people that I'm dealing with. I need to talk with my child in a different way. If he's acting out, I need to sit down with him and say, now, explain to me, you know, what you're feeling. 
instead of, you better not do that no more. I'm going to beat you. Oh, come on, you know you're going to get a whooping. Because you know what? The next time, he going to do that again and again wow. and again. And then it gets used to the beatings, and then it's nothing It's nothing to reflect on. It's like whatever. So I'm, I'm able to do this. But when they get to see, actually, when you sit down and speak with them and ask them why, you know, ask no, you don't even got to ask them why. Ask me, have them to ask themselves why are you doing this to yourself? Because that's all they're doing it to. They're not hurting you, but in some way, our mind, you know, as a kid, you rebel mm-hmm. because you wanted to do, you wanted to go against what your mama said. You wanted to know what was it, was it real or not. She can't tell me. I see what you're doing. How you gonna tell me what to do? I know I had that type of attitude. You mm-hmm. know, like you ain't no saint. What's you know? I just had the rebellious attitude because when you told me not to do it, I wanted to know why. It didn't seem bad. Why didn't you mm. want me to do? Mm. You know. So we have to honor our children just the way that we want them to honor us. And honoring them by is, is not by controlling them. It's about allowing them to express themselves in the way that they want to. And we don't want um, what we call talking about the vaccinations and all that. We don't want uh, gay children and this and that. We have to understand what gay really is. We, we we put these things on our children without even knowing because of the fact that we keep thinking about it. You better not be this. You better not do this. You better wow. not be this. You better not be this. You're, in a, you're giving them the negative energy in them anyways, right then and there. Wow. Wow. By saying you better not be this, you better not be that, um, you're actually giving instructions of of some sort? Yeah, because what do what does he know? What what do we know without being told? Well, wow. What what gay was is gay tendencies is is he wouldn't when it, the one pointed out, but then instead when it's pointed when if if it, you see something, explain to them in the way that it needs to go instead of the way you you see it might be. You 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 giving them it's just like what we do now. We look at the problem instead of putting the solution in the air. We constantly keep putting the problem out there, and it keeps going on and on and on because the energy is going to grow. Knowledge is progressive. Wisdom is progressive. Everything that you do is going to grow. It's a seed. Seeds grow. Now, when you put them in the right soil, when you put them in the right soil and you tend to them the right way, what do you get? That's what you got to do. You got to be a nurturer. You got to be, you, when you sow the seed, you got to be able to be, be there to be nurturing. You got to be able to water it. You got to do that. And then you got to allow the freedom for it to grow. You can't control the situation and think the outcome is going to be the way that you want it to be. Your own life isn't like that. So how much for your child? Who are you? to try to take control of their life. They chose you. You didn't choose them. Who's wow. the teacher? So relate to them as who they really are and for what they chose you for to get them to their next level is, is, is the same thing with you, observing, understanding them. Understanding that the way that they are, if they're eccentric, don't try to change them. 
Let them expand. These children are coming out these days. They, ooh, they're coming out knowing more than we do. I just dealt with a four-year-old that had more moral and, and dignity in her than the average adult my age. She came in in a place, and she saw people doing work, and she looked around, and she said, oh, my God, you men are doing a very fantastic job, and I really appreciate you all doing this to my home. She's fair. Nuh-uh. Oh, my word. Her words, and she said, thank you, Father. I, I, I like to fell out of my chair. I said, where did it come from? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And you, and, but she has this, but they yell at her, you know, but they don't understand. It's like I told you yesterday. These things are not our fault, but we got to stop blaming other people and, under, and, and look for the solution within the whole thing. What we do, uh, this is what we do. We always just talk about the smoke. But we never emphasize where the smoke comes from. It came from a fire. Where is the fire? What do we need? What, what do we need to use to put it out? Because see, sometimes you can't you can't put water on a grease fire, you know. Wow. So you don't know what it is. So if you ain't investigating the fire, you don't know what to do when the smoke is coming up. You gotta know what is going on. So you, wow. you, you that's exactly what we do. We 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 put everything in a box because we think that a box is what it is. That's a child. I, I know you've heard Right, this. that's a child. You a child. You stay in child place. When you a child, you ain't got no you don't got no say so. You you need, when you pay a bill, you when you pay a bill you can say something about da 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 da. What do you think that that do to a child's ego or mind when they get older? That's when they get conditioned to listen. Men, <clears throat> I see men right now that cannot be with a woman that's soft-spoken and nice to him because he's so used to a woman talking so bad to him that he create. And the same thing with women. They create an episode in order to be in a familiar place from where they came from. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, all right. Hold on. You just dropped another one. I mean, you spread it. I mean, you planted it. You planted it. Hold on. I'm going to take I'm going to take a breath. I'm going to take a breath. So you said you said where did they they're they're re, they're putting themselves into a familiar a familiar scenario in order to feel comfortable? What was that? Like they're, in they're putting themselves in order to relate. That's the wow. only way that they understand the way of love, their affection comes, or their attention comes from what they're used to getting, the abuse. Kids act out to get their attention. When you stop, if you stop appeasing it, giving it energy, it will stop. You know, if you, if you, would, if you would even, like, people say, don't let your kid cry. Pick him up, pick him up. But if you let that kid cry until he understands that no one is gonna gonna take change him or what he wanna do, he's gonna stop. And then the next time, if you keep doing it like that, he's gonna get to the point where he don't want you to do nothing for him. He needs to do it himself. He wanna do. Let me do it myself. I wanna do it like this. 
because then they gain independence. They know that there is the way I am. I stand alone. If we teach them to stand alone in the beginning, they'll be able to not hold on to all this stuff that causes us this pain in the end. We're we're dooming our kids based on our own understanding. Our understanding is outdated in their world. Wow. They're they're advanced in some way that that and we un we un we under advanced them. I don't know if that's a thing, but they are they're they've they've um they've come in at a at a higher level than us old folk or us adults, you know, are currently at. They come in at a whole nother level and so oftentimes we teach them about the way things were or the way things have been and we are stunting their growth. Or thing uh, the way things supposed to be, the way they're and supposed to be, and it caused them this growth pain. School, if people even understood how dangerous school is actually for a child, how psychologically damaging it really is, they would never send them there. It's a it's the first stage of prison. If you look at the whole dynamics, the principal is the warden. The teachers are the deathly jailers, and then the, the the structure is the same. You got you got breakfast. You then you do your studies, whatever. Then you got lunch, and then you got recess. Then you forced to come back in, and then you get a if if you get a snack or whatever it is, then you get to classes, and then you line up, and then you go home. Everything wow. you do, you gotta line up. You gotta be in a structured way. You gotta ask to go to the bathroom. You gotta ask to to, to say something. Wow. Gotta, so what are we really doing to our children? And then we have a grading system that grades them based upon what we say they should be to make them feel inadequate about if they got an A, one person got an A, and the other person got an F. If you if you test a fish, as they say, you've heard that, you've seen that quote, if you test a fish on how to climb a tree, it doesn't mean that you don't have the, the, the knowledge at all, but it can't climb no tree. So if, right. you, if you, so if you're doing this to your kid, you put them in this thing that they need to remember because that's all we do in school is remember. We don't, we're not in there long enough. We memorize the, the little data in a little area, just like they do the Bible. They give us a scripture here, a scripture there. In school, they give us a, a, a chapter here. We go to the end. We do the recite. We do the site view, reviews, and then we have several little questions that came out of the chapter, and then we answer just those questions. But what about, and really don't even have to read the whole chapter because it's already told to you what to know. So you're missing out on the whole overview, and that's what we do in our everyday life. We go by what someone told us, and we don't miss we miss the overview. So then we got stuck in time again, and we put our children back, causing them the same pain. That's how history repeats itself by giving you the same energy over and over again and breaking it down. We're breaking each other down each time we try to take away from what that individual person can do for themselves. You've seen so many enabling people with their children till their children end up being druggies and, and don't know how to cope with life because everything's been done for them 
all of their life and told what to do. They don't even know what to do anymore. So I mean, I'm I'm an example. I mean, I'm I'm really an example. I I'm, I'm not speaking from um, just something I think of, but my mom then was just adamant about, uh, 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 don't do this. You better not have no kids. You better not be fast. What mm-hmm. is being fast? Yep. Yep. What is being, you know? And then next thing I know, instead of explaining, explaining to me the consequences of things, not in the way of the don't, in the fear, because once you plant that fear in your child's mind, you created a paradigm of fear in wow. them. They're going to start to fear these things, and when you start to think on these things, these things start to happen to you. So that's how we keep this, that's how we keep these things going. And then what the kids do, they blame their mom and their dad, and our reality is the truth, because you didn't let them be who they wanted to be or they needed to be. You didn't nourish them in the right way for them to grow in the right way. When we when when we say a tree a, a tree is known by its fruit, I'm gonna keep saying that. Because there isn't anything that comes up. If it's planted corn, corn gonna come up. You're not getting the pineapple. So <laughs> come on. You plant love, you plant knowledge, you plant wisdom, and you plant it and you let it grow on its own, you're going to get an amazing harvest once you just water it the right amount. You know, you let the, you, you plant it in the area where the right amount of sunlight going to hit it and, it and it gets the right amount of shade so it won't burn up. And then when you get that, fun, that finished harvest, you got this spectacular stock of corn. That that you that you feed a nation you can feed a nation with because it keep regenerating. You take one piece and make a whole nother corn stalk that will spread out seven, eight, nine, ten more ears of corn. Because see, we keep thinking that we need to make this DNA, take it, do it. You do it the way I tell you. But guess what? When you plant that seed of corn, that corn die. But that corn come back. Is it gonna come back anything else? It comes back corn. Hmm. The DNA is already there. You already got the structure. It's already there. But how pure are you? How pure is the corn that was planted? Wow. Some be painted. Some be this way. It be deformed. It's something else. But what's coming out? What is it? So don't blame your kids when you talking about that kid turned out bad. That kid did this. That kid did that. You can't blame him, but you can't blame yourself either. That's why it ain't nobody's fault. Mm-hmm. But it, it becomes a problem when you become aware and you don't do anything about it. And then you become the victim to your own circumstances. That's when the kids start to drive you crazy. That's when, you know, you the mind can't take it no more. You got to get out of my house. You are now a victim of your own circumstance. You didn't know how to wow. fix you. You put that on them. Now oh, my word. Wow. Okay. So, okay. So the first, uh, the first element of victimization in parenting is our examples. So when we don't feel like we've had the examples of parenting that um, that would benefit. Uh, that would that would benefit you know our our current parenting situation to so say you know someone's parent was not there they were like you know in a fatherless home or something like that 
um, or a motherless home. You never know. So if someone is has experienced that and they have a child, so then they have a child and they're like, what do I do here? And so uh, instead of, you know, listen to the child as if they are the teacher that they have, you know, grown, that they have, um, you know, been born to be, um, then instead of listening there, they kind of go off their own understanding, but their own understanding is missing because they did not have any example or adequate example or helpful uh, in their eyes and a helpful example to um, to go off of. And so now when their next child is, you know, at it, whatever that may be, they're at it and they are um, – they're not having a uh, a positive experience in life. They are they lose control over their child. Their child just goes off, and now the parent is the victim again because their child isn't doing what they said, even though they raised them quote unquote right. So children sometimes go astray because the old way of saying things don't doesn't quite work. So there's something about that that I wanted to um, to bring up because I thought about you know this element of, you know, just do just do what I said. You know, mm-hmm. just just do what I said. And there's there's no reasoning in there. There's no, you know, um there there's it's just a law, you know, and it wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt to have a little explanation. Just a little explanation when we're relating to the children. I feel like we're able to say, well, honey, the reason we don't pour water in the trash can is, one, because water is good for you, and just because it's not cold, it doesn't mean you have to throw it away. Um, give it to me. Uh, and, two, because liquid at the bottom of the trash can can get everywhere, and we don't want water all in the trash can, instead of, you know, smacking the hand that pours the cup. Um, and, and oftentimes we just smack the hand that pours the cup and we're like, no, that's wrong, that's bad. But then whenever you're not looking, that child is going to go and attempt to pour that cup again and um, possibly, you know, get popped or, you know, or, you know, find out for themselves. But there's something in us that wants to find out for ourselves. There's something in um, the, the, the child's curiosity that wants to experience. And if we are stunting our children's experiences because of our stunted experiences, then we are not, um, then we're not, what's the word, helping. We're not helping. Uh, we're not helping them, them get through life. Um, so I really, I really respect what you say there. Um, and, and when you talked about the tone of voice, we talked about, you know, how we're actually talking to the children and the tones and things we can use to help out. Uh, one thing that my son and I do, which is uh, it creates a buffer a little bit, because sometimes right in the room can be a lot of energy, right, when when the child is in the room and we're looking at each other eye to eye. There's, there's a lot happening in that interaction. So uh, because my son has beautiful parental controls on his cell phone, I'm able to text him instead of, um, you know, tell him, get that room clean. I'm able to text and say, clean your room by 5 o'clock. There's something about uh, using different methods of communication 
to be effective in the same way. Of course, that comes with rules, but I absolutely suggest, you know, using technology as, um, as, as an agent in your relation with your, with your children, with your family member, whoever. But I believe that technology is not simply a distraction away from life, but I believe it can be used as a medium to uh, be effective. Um, I, I don't agree with, like, videotaping, um, you know, a lot of punishments. Sometimes um, pretending to videotape is, is something, but it's still, like, a psychological thing. But um, but there's something about technology and children that can be constructive, and then there is something about technology and children that can be really destructive because if parents are just letting their child study screens all day, then there's no interaction there. But if you're on the screen that they're studying and they get to experience a video from you if you're a long-distance parent, shout-out to all the long-distance parents. Um, if you're one of those, then um, I could definitely see, you know, uh, technology being used as a asset and not a detriment. So, um, you know, especially as, you know, grandma. Uh, my son has a grandma and uh and he, she and him do FaceTime whenever they're not uh, right next to each other. So relating can be a really positive uh, thing when it comes to technology and emails. My older sister, my little sister sends uh, emails to my son, which is pretty cool to receive an email, um, you know, directed to him. Of course, it's not his own, but, you know, she's able to kind of, you know, give him this grown-up feeling of reading out loud, he has to read out loud sometimes, um, but reading messages from her and being able to respond and helping the typing skills and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, that's, it, it, it is, it, when, you, when you teach, when you, and I say teach, when you guide them in the right way, when you allow them to express themselves, They'll find what works and what will, will not work. But if you don't put choice in front of them and you just directing them, how would they know? In their mind, I don't have no control. Oh, putting choices in front of them. You have to. If you say, okay, I got, uh, I want you to have a game system. You say, okay, I'm getting a Nintendo or you whatever. I don't know the name of all of them or Xbox, you know. And then, mm-hmm. like, even if you look at it, then if you look, if they looked at it, if they really knew, if they got the Nintendo, I think the Nintendo right now has, like, way more games when you buy it than versus the Xbox and the cost and, and, and the cost of the games are totally different. Now, okay. when you explain to them the dynamic of what they're really getting and then you versus the money and the cost of what's going on, they'll see it then once they get done with the Nintendo. They then it got to the point where the, uh, of understanding that they can appreciate the Xbox because they're gonna, it, the money will be, it'll be more money into it, so they're, they're going to take care of the game. They'll do wow. things more because they see a difference in what they actually have. But if they ain't got nothing but, if you ain't never gave them nothing but a joy and every time they turn around and this and this and that and no option to see that there is actually the same thing in it, but they'll go out thinking that this is all they should have. And when they can't get it, that's when they end up stealing and killing and doing these other things to try to get it because they think that's how life's supposed to be. Supposed to be. Mm. They get to picking up the kids at school 
when the kids don't walk around with the same type of shoes and stuff they got on. That's how bullying and all of that stuff happen when you try to make it you you try to impress them with things instead of and in, and in, in, try to impress them with understanding. That's what we need to. We 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 want to talk wow. about um. We want to talk about who we got letting other people teach your kids. Yeah, even you. When you even sit there and you don't want to do the right things by them, you still throw them in front of the TV. You give them all this other stuff. You put them in front of the sports. Everybody wants their kid to be the next Michael Jordan or, uh, or Kobe Bryant and, and all these other people. Like, no, everybody can't be an NBA player, NFL player, or a rapper. You know, every little kid know a Kevin Gates song, but they don't know nothing else outside of that that we be. Uh, besides, being, this is what they want to go to. We want to teach them. We was one slave. What the heck? What? What? We, we can't. The white man beating us down right now. The, 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 the everything in the negative. We want to. We need to know. They need to know their history. They know need to know where they came from. This is what's gonna happen. Now you you didn't told them. Now you didn't told them they came from slaves. Then you gave wow. them the religion. Now you trying to come back and tell them that they kings. And now we're saying that they God. Oh my gosh. You got a whole bunch of confused people right there. Wow. Wow, that's huge because everyone is saying these days, oh, my gosh, they are teaching this stuff. And Oh, they took out slavery. They say they took out our story. We were slaves, and they took out our story, and they don't teach it no more. Why don't they teach what they did to us? Why don't they teach the babies what they did to us or our ancestors, not even us, to be honest, if you're talking about it right now, guess what? Mm-hmm. It didn't happen in your lifetime, okay? So so why are they not telling them, why are they not telling the children what, um, why are they not telling our, their children the history of what happened before? Why do you think that is? And do you, because from your perspective, it sounds as if that, you know, why would we beg them to? Why would we ask everyone to repeat what happened because uh, the argument does say that, well, if you don't know where you come from, you can't know where you're going. But, you know, that's kind of crazy. Where you going? Why you need to know where you came from, where you going? Because once you take that step out of that area, you, got any, you can go any direction you want to go. Wow. Wait, what do you, what do you, what do you mean if you don't know where you came from, you know where you're going? Because then that was what they're saying is a lie because we didn't just – I didn't come from Africa. I came out my daddy pee pee. That's where I came from. Come so, on. Then, I, I, so when I when I can step set, when I can step foot back on Africa and say that's where I came from, then I can say that's where I really came from. But then I'm yes. deeper than that. That's just the surface. I wrote about that today. We are hmm. surface scholars. We we keep looking at this outer layer of us that can transform at any time. But one thing you cannot do is change the heartbeat, the way it to make it go the way it's supposed to go. When you hold your breath all you want to, you'll pass out, and then your heartbeat will stop. But that heartbeat gonna go the way it wanna go, regardless of your flow. Your when you when your when your blood pressure's up, it's gonna be the certain way. When you calm, it's gonna be the certain way. It ain't you. 
it's going the way it goes with the energy to help you. Because the heartbeat is the same rhythm and frequency of the earth. And that earth is you. If your heart, we need to, we around here thinking about all these colors and things like that. We need to be focusing on learning how to breathe again. We don't, we're not even breathing right. We have so much stuff that we need to be relating to that's so much more important than the black and white. Now, let's go back to what we were talking about, what we teach our children. Now, we're in the uproar right now today about the black and white issues, but yet it's still there. And you tell me in my line, because I see this all the time happening Mm -hmm. in this format right now. They talk about the white man hitting or coming there and killing somebody. Right down the street, uh, three or four months ago, black kid come behind this older gentleman, about in his 70s, piss him in the head, knocks him out. People taking pictures, laughing, right? Police come, ambulance come, resuscitate the man. The man goes to the hospital. He's in a coma. He's actually brain dead. Police coming, asking questions, asking questions. What they say, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. But they got video. Wow. How how come we are not in the air in the neighborhood telling our children how to be moral beings? How come we're not in the hood marching to teach integrity and, and, and accountability? If we want to see the, we want to see society in a better place, we have to start at home. And home will start with you, but then home going to start with you, say, whoever your people are. Because I build my tribe based upon love. They're my people. But I'm still going to spread love to everybody else. But if you feel that it's power to the people, your people, the black people, elevate their mind, that's the only way of liberation, and that's the only way you're going to have a child that can see the bigger picture in life and not fall into the entrapment of strong or oh, oh girl that has been said nothing but positive insight about herself will never let a man come in and treat her anything less because guess what? When you can program them and don't give them no kind of program, but if you can give them that feeling, they're always going to go with that feeling versus that word. You remember that saying, you can, you would never hardly remember what nobody said to you, but you always remember how they made you feel. A girl wow. with a strong yeah. father figure in her life going to look for a man that stands in her father's light. Unless in that father now, see, people don't even understand this, unless in that father didn't even really share in his, in his own life. Not because he didn't, he, not because he tried to, it's because he didn't know. A lot of us just think that you need to go pay the bills and be there, pat him on the back here and there, but never show him, give him the time, take him out on a date, show him how a man's supposed to do, open the car door for him at all times. Don't let, and when they got sons, make the sons open the car door for the mama and the daughter. Don't let them get in and run in and jump all over her and do that. You have Come to on. start to get them in the way that you want to, you want to see them, not the way that you think it should, you know, how, how or this is how it's supposed to, this is how it will, uh, let it be like this. No. Do it in the way you want to see it at all times, and that's what you will get by allowing them to be there. Like, you ain't training, you ain't telling them, you ain't making them do it. But look, this is, this is how you should see your mom. 
This is about how you do it. If he opened his door for his wife, the son going to do it too. You showing them. You ain't just telling him, son, this is how it's supposed to be, and you go do it. No, you've been the example in the beginning, and you show. You show. Because we don't do what our parents tell us to do. We do what they do. Nine times out of ten, we have the same circumstance that they do. If our, if our parent was a young mother, we become a young mother. If we had, it, it's, it's a cycle. That's what yes. they call the generational curse. It, it's just like when they tell you about, um, gen, uh, when they ask you to go to the doctor and they ask you about your health history and if your mama had it, yo, you had it. That's a lie. You don't know what you, you know what you got. You, the only thing you got is your way your mama cooked, the way her grandmama, her mama cooked, and her and your grandmama cooked. All that's the same thing you passed on. Because if you ask somebody, well, how did you? Who did you have cancer? Did you, your mama had? So who cooked? Who taught your mama how to cook? And who taught them? And they all died in the same way, and they ate the same thing. They were pretty much gonna be the same way. You know, the mind frame is gonna. It's psychogenetics. And if, you know we don't we don't think about those. It's like a psychological a psychological thing that we pass down, not even understanding. That's what they talk about. Alcoholism is is hereditary. The only reason why it's hereditary because dude, you were drinking all the time around them, and they just picked it up. <laughs> it was a comfort zone. It was your Come comfort on. zone, so it became their comfort zone. You know, and then if wow. you if that's your your kid might you might not have did drugs when your kid ended up being on drugs, but how many times you told them they better not get on no drugs? You better not do this. You better not mm-hmm. do that. And guess what? When you when you put when you speak things out in the universe, the universe you say you better not do drugs. You ain't saying nothing, but you better not do drugs to who? Wow. So you when you you have to you have to clarify. That's why clarity is important when you speak. That's why you should stop and think before you speak and just don't keep reacting because everything that you put out there you're you're creating in the future. All of it. You you everything that you think and everything that you speak is going to create an action in the long because that's what it, that's what manifestations are about. You started to you start with your thoughts, your words, and your actions completes them. If you were wayward, your 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 end result is gonna be wayward. If you came in with a positive mind but you spoke negative, your results are gonna be wayward because you are unstable. A double minded man is unstable in all his ways. Wow. So that, that's just how you, we have to be at one with ourselves the same way we have to allow our children to be at one with themselves. Same way we need to allow any relationship to be. It is a flow. It is not a not a control situation. You, you nothing that you try to control will love you. Nothing. Wow. You can't do what 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 would a tiger do when you finally let him out of the cage? He gonna eat your butt up any kind of way he can. You you really made an enemy. You put somebody in jail. You locked them up. They might get humble, but in the back of their mind, they're still looking for a way. That dude did me dirty. 
Wow. That person did this to me. So that energy, just that thought alone, is sending out negative energy about you. That's when we come, that's to me, is when we become in that internal condemnation. See, when we, when people don't, when people, when we, when we die, when people still magnify us in a good light, that means you have, that's the heaven that I see besides the one that you created for yourself while you were here. The one that the legacy goes in from the feeling and the things that you, you put forth, the other people that you made, um, you shined your light on to, to add a positive thing to this world. So when you get to that point, you got to understand that when you're relating to people at all times, it's about uplifting and understanding observing and being aware of what you're about to say and what you're doing in that moment. You know, because your kids can be going through so much when you're yelling at them. And, and that's where the insecurities, that's where the, 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 un, the distrust, when we keep, we promise, we don't, should never promise anybody anything. You know how wow. many promises wow. that build resonate and how it breaks the spirit and then keeps you looking for something, reaching out like you lacking something again. We if we wow. we don't understand the very negative words that we think that are so good for us. Um, it's actually a hindrance to our soul. So we 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 need to really be mindful of how we conduct ourselves and relate to our children. If we want to see positivity to to advance and expand in our children, we have to give them room to grow. We have to give them an area of understanding that they can just take over this, they can take over the world. We don't teach them nothing about entrepreneurship. We don't teach them anything about individuality. We even in the beginning, we tell them, um, you know, you gotta, you, you, you gotta do it like this. Don't do this, do this. What about, you know, give them, like I said, give them the option. Or if you can't write like this, let's see if you can paint. Okay. You know, we don't even know if we, our children are really artists or something because we go and do everything the way people say it's supposed to be. Your child don't go to no school, that child going to be dumb. How many people you know right now, and you can, and everybody, as I say, Google it. You can Google it. Oh, that's funny. How many people that have, that are billionaires, very successful, and don't even have a ninth grade education? Come on. So you can miss me with that. It's about skills. It's about uh, resourcefulness and, and being willing to just get out there and do what you got to do. And that's why we, we, we got to teach them in the beginning. We want to. We want every, all our kids to be doctors and lawyers and blah blah blah. But you know what? If ain't no if 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 there's nobody out there with that small business or or trying to get something in innovation, something new from what we already created, you know. So what 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 is the next era? We're going to be behind. You know, I see that every day here in Jacksonville. No one wants to expand. These people are my age and still thinking in the age of 20. And when I came here, I was like, oh, God, it's like I stepped back in Nutbush, Mississippi. Mm. This is one of the four largest cities in America. 
Why really? isn't it advanced? Because it's an industry, it's an industrial town, and that they still have that mining yep. mentality. Yep. Yep, that's Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is a steel city uh, with the mills and everything else, and that is the toughest stuff to break, and all you can do is live differently. If I, I mean, I have been... Um, you know, uh, uh, connected and associated with so many people in Pittsburgh, but where we kind of like veer off is oftentimes like perpetuating garbage, perpetuating, um, you know, uh, old habits and cycles that still seem cool. And I've been guilty of the same. I've been guilty of, you know, tradition and and falling into, you know, habits and cycles and things. But let me tell you, as soon, as soon as I uh, mention or pop up in somebody's, uh, I, to be honest, it was just a day, um, I popped up in somebody's comments because they were perpetuating garbage. <laughs> and it was my friend. Uh, I was like, you know what, you need to stop. And that's literally what I said. Now, I never step out of my box. I always go, oh, there it goes again, and I try to scroll past it, try to scroll past it. But today was her day. Today was the day. <laughs> Because I know you say don't be reactionary. You've got to think before you speak. So I was, you know, I normally don't, and it's been years. So I finally said, you got to stop this. And she's like, you can miss me with all that. you got to stop. Just come on when I post rainbows and bunnies, okay? If you don't like it, deal with it. And I'm just like, hey, as your friend, I'm just saying, like, this is like a cycle that can that can end with you. Like, you don't have to post this disgusting news. It's not even like it rained today or uh, there's traffic on the highway or it wasn't, it, to be honest, I hate to say it wasn't as bad as a shooting, but it, it, it wasn't a shooting. It was more descriptive and more brutal. And so um, I, I felt, I felt um, ignited by it, you know, and of course I could say I was mad at the people involved, but I really can't be. I, I have nothing to do with the people who are involved except that they were from my father's hometown. Um, but the it's it's my friend who I can reach. I can't stop the world's problem, but I figure, you know, let me just see if I can use technology to reach my friend on 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 social media, right? I could have called her, I could have chatted with her, but she she can take it. She dishes it out. She's my homie. She can she can take it. So I told her, and she and she said, you know, why where have you been? I always post like this, and then she didn't say anything else. So she might have commented by now, but um. But it was really something that it jerked me to see, you know, perpetuating really, really nasty, really, really nasty news and, you know, not saying anything about it. Now, like I said, normally I just let people go. I have no problem. You know, that ain't me. But today, for some reason, I just let myself be moved. And I moved. And it's possible that through reading my responses, she's like, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll take it down or maybe I won't next time or I'll unfriend her. Her friends told me, you know, you should unfriend her, you know, you should get off, you know, her page and things. But I didn't take it personally. I just said, well, she can delete all of this. You know, this can, (laughs) I have no problem. I said my piece, you know. But I I really think that whenever we try to infiltrate somebody else's negative tendencies uh, and we try to relate to them and say, like, hey, like, I mean, I guess I wasn't relating because I wasn't saying, like, oh, that's my hometown. You know, maybe that would have related to it. But, um, you know, and, I, and you know, 
Yeah, I just, I just feel like, you know, when we try to, you know, be effective sometimes, it's hard. It's hard to um, to find that ground, and normally I don't. Like I said, it's not really a habit of mine to go on people's pages and crush their dreams, but, um, you know, I, I felt like uh, as a mother, you know, this was a, a story about a mother. So from one mother to another, um, you know, I, I was thinking that maybe, you know, maybe we can be effective. So um, what do you suggest, uh, Mother Goddess, what do you suggest about, you know, uh, people's stuff? You know, I know you post your own and I post my own, but every once in a while we get tempted by that timeline to to jump in. So how did you break yourself from relating on the timeline? <laughs> um Going on people's timeline, I, I'm not going to say that I've completely broke it. Hey, I, do have, I, I do, <laughs> however, uh, re, I, I, I word my, my uh, comments in a different way. But, you know, I find that even when I do that, I end up getting deleted and blocked. You know, Absolutely. They don't that me. might be happening as we speak. Yeah, they don't they don't answer me, but they you know delete and block me because they feel they feel threatened. And all I do is ask the questions for them to reason things out. I I can reflect on um, something that uh, happened maybe a month, couple of months or so ago. I had some friends on my page that was speaking on this um, getting yourself. Um, what is it? Index out of the index out of the United States or whatever. You can go pay. You know the doctor. The man name was Doctor Hindu Henderson, and the name alone was hilarious to me. You know, like. <laughs> and, and then they and then they told me like he can put your name in the book of life, and I'm wow. like, are you serious? You're telling me that a man that was born the way that I was can write my name in the book of life and save me from when they nuke this place? Because if I can go and pay, this was so, what what I'm not getting, I have to go pay the same government that I know that's killing me to Ooh. give them record that I call myself indexing myself away from it. Yeah, you put your list, your name on the Book of Life, all right, the Book of Life to go to the concentration camps because you're trying, right. you openly have defied the system. They got yep. your money to do what they need to do with you. Yeah. And it doesn't matter because if it, when they say this, when, you, when they tell you, I forget exactly what the little uh, government code, 41C3 or something like that, something like that. But it's all really a um, um, what you would call a, um, what you call it? The, when Registration? They, nonprofit. It's really nonprofit, really. And what you're actually doing is all you do is buy everything that you purchase outright with cash and no one can take it from you. And when you're on paper, we we all know once we sign papers that we're giving someone else the authority to share something with us until we pay it in full or they have a right over it. Now, when you come to understand it, you don't need to go pay nobody to know that information. You buy your car with cash, pay your house off, 
buy your land, make sure you pay your taxes or get it in a way where you don't have to. Learn how to make your property homestead. Do something different. You got to go deeper than just talking about you no more than what everybody else do, and you still going through the same stuff, too. You walking around saying, I can't leave. There were a couple of people were saying, oh, I can't leave out the house without my crystal. Yeah. And I'm like, what the? I was like, I got on there like, what the hell? <laughs> right. I was like, what were you doing before you even saw the crystal? What would you do if you lost the crystal? You ain't going to never be able to go out the house. And what do you mean, the energy vampires? What you doing? Because whatever you get, you emit. I told you that yesterday. Wow. Wow. Whatever like, you get, that's, that, is, that is it. That is it. Yeah. So I'm just like, so when that person, then that's the same thing goes with me and you. When somebody deleted us, we really gave them that energy because we should have mind our business. And I, I know, right? back to my story. Because, right. I, because I didn't mind my business and asked the questions, later on, she deleted me. <laughs> she deleted me. And I went back to check on some of the dogs. Like, I wanted to go see what she posted that all oh, this stuff is just retarded. You know, I used to sit back and laugh, and that was wrong. But, I mean, that wasn't really wrong because it's it's funny how people, then they, and then they'll say, somebody, she posted one day. I knew she was, you know, speaking to me because I had asked a question on her page. She said, people walking around. Uh, uh, no, people around just posting selfies and, and fake knowledge. <laughs> oh, but that's one about black people. You know, when you're not talking about the conscious black RBG, let's get away from whitey type thing. Yes, you yes. Are, you are a detriment to um, your race, your coon. And, you know, the and, and, and that's another thing in relation, the, the language that we speak to each other and about each other is the same way that masters, they keep talking about, did us to degrade us. We were savages. We were niggas. We was this, and then we turn around now. You Negro peeing, you coon, you this and that, and then they we 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 want to dash someone because their hair is not natural, is what they say. But That's anytime true. your hair is on your head, it's natural. If it's permed or pressed, it's still your natural hair. Now, if you got a wig on, you want to change. Guess what? Wigs been around for a very long time. And we weren't the ones that just not starting. It's not about wanting to be like nobody else. Sometimes you just want to be like a tree, change your colors, do something else different, see what you look like in, a, in, in, in this and that. But it doesn't mean that you don't love yourself. It means that you're expressing yourself. Yeah, and yeah. And then they want to go and talk about antennas. I was going to a church that everybody in that church went natural. What were they antennas? Because they put me out the church because I said it was no J when the Bible was. Oh. So <laughs> you know that it ain't got nothing to do with your hair. It doesn't have anything. Look at the vegans. They eat veggies, eat number of veggies, and do more dirt than anybody. 
It ain't got nothing to do with what you put in your body. It has everything to do with how you relate, you know, externally. When you're talking to somebody, what you're saying, what you're thinking, into you just you you're going. You have to understand yourself in order to understand everybody else. Now you're going to relate only on the level of your awareness, you know, because you're only trying to uh, uh, get the surface understanding. We're we're not just a small entity. We're the bigger picture as well. But in our mind, if we look at the way the universe looks at us, we're like a speck of sand on the beach. Come on. To the universe. But yet and still, we still have this ego of control and, and that we're the greatest thing to ever walk. We even have the audacity to say that there is no other being on this earth that's greater than us. Who the, well, you can't even go. You better can cross the street sometime. Come on. Come on now. So we got to understand our powers in a true way before we can even express that we got power, black power. What is black power? When you relate it to your life. What wow. is it that you're speaking? So do you, do you, do you have to be black to clean your house? Do you have to be? Do you have to have black power in order to raise your children? Do you have to have black power in order to audition for that play you want to be in? Do you need your black power to get your job or to be paid? Do you need that black power? Do you? Do you? Or do you only need that black power on Facebook? Do you only need that black power in a hashtag? Do you only need that black power on uh, where you can be seen? What about your everyday routine? How much do you need that black power fist up in the air? How many people do you need to view it up there? Come on. Amen. Just they say. Come on. Don't get this started. Come on. I'm the one that preached the black power movement, which is not giving anybody, they're taking away from anything that people believe in. But when you believe in something, you become it, is what I'm saying. If we, yes, if we, I agree. If we I agree. Mean, there is, there's pride in that. There's pride in being black and feeling powerful because you know you're black. I agree with that. Uh-huh. I do. I do. But then what? You know, yeah. what, what, what beyond that? Yeah. We go, melanin is the superconductor, uh, melanin, melanin, melanin. You really think just because you have the melanin that you're different is nothing that you need to do uh, or allow. I say allow, not do. It's nothing that you need to allow to transform in order to, to um, become into a, a different element, a different being. Everything, you were once a baby, and you, it was different steps and and things that your parents had to do, you know, in order for you to get to your next level, and you had to do, you had to bear teeth, you know, in order to eat meat. You couldn't eat meat at first, it was milk, you know, all you could have, soft food. It's levels to this, it's ranks to this, that's why you got name, but they, it's the titles that they tried to define in between is what defined the whole human race. And in, in relating to um, these surface things is what's killing us slowly. But the, the death is a repeated cycle, not the one of ascension, where Jesus was teaching. He didn't take nobody with them. Jesus, Buddha, Krishna, nobody. Why didn't they take us wow. with them? Wow. 
So the Why? relation and the lesson was to de- if when you understand your when you accept your higher being, then you will know your true power, and you know that your power not even in your color. The melanin that's not the meat that need to be conducted is your mind, your awareness of that source within you. When you can be, that's your very first relationship, as you say, your very first relation in order to even be able to comprehend anything else is the relation with self. Because in self is every aspect of the being about around you. When you can understand that you have faults, you can look at the other person's faults and say, yeah, they do, because you have accepted yours. It's because we haven't accepted our own faults that we can keep seeing everybody else's. Wow. And if we keep doing like that, we will never see God. In each other. Absolutely. Because what I could have done is ignore her post. And got hopped her in inbox and said, "How's that baby of yours?" Mm-hmm. I could have done that. I absolutely mm-hmm. could have just sucked my own, uh, sucked it up, you know, and and just been like, "Okay, well, maybe maybe she feels some type of way about you know anything. I don't know anything." And just went in her inbox and said, "Girl, I just want to bless you today because you are all that, and I just wanted to remind you." And that that could be, you know, more effective than telling her to take that post down. <laughs> you just, it's all about relating. It's all about finding out how to uh, be most effective and not even have an effect. Some things we don't need to have an effect on. We don't have to affect every theme we're in. I realize that, you know, in some classroom settings and some other areas, like, you don't have to raise your hand, you know, if if it's not if your if your classmate is really adamant on their position and that's what they needed to say for that moment, you just never know why they needed to say it. Let them say it because there is no right. There's only right now, and I feel like that is is a really big message for um for relating to to a lot of people, the children, for everyone, like, okay, right, wrong, left, okay, what happened? I don't know, the details, the investigation, look, right now, what is working and what isn't working. That what that let's find out what's working, especially when we talk to our children. You know, maybe this form of punishment doesn't work. I realize that having my son stand on his two feet um at, you know, at attention is enough punishment you know, sometimes for him because he's like, I don't want to do this at all. And I'm like, there we go. That's exactly what we'll do. Um, you know, when I was taught differently, I was taught differently. So uh, different things affect affect different people differently. Oh, how profound. <laughs> but it's just the truth. It's just the truth. Um, so I wanted to, I wanted to uh, talk briefly about, um what do we want to talk about? Oh, um the the plugs, the plugs that we have for ourselves and each other, um the the different projects we're kind of working on. Um I I hear that your website is up and coming very soon. So we'll be taking a look at that. Um uh and that'll be exciting whenever that pops up. And um, what do you what do you offer on your Facebook page? I know you have several Facebook pages. What do you offer and where? Well, 
since I'm leaving Jacksonville for a little while, here I have a spiritual, I call it a spiritual spa. It's inside my home. And what I do is I do the psychic readings, and I also do um, psychic body reading, touch readings, um, where people have pain. I concentrate on the area and tell them where it's actually coming from, what, what area in their mind that they're thinking on to cause this pain to their bodies. And um, and that's one of the things I was doing, and I was making um, uh, alcohol-filled strawberries, chocolate-covered strawberries. So I had a little uh, um, edible um, bar, little thing with, well, as far as portable bar. And mm. that, that, that was, that's, that's what I will probably pick back up with um, when I come back to this area or expand it whenever if I decide to relocate. But my main my main focus on Facebook and what and how I um make my living as they say is I'm an untraditional life coach, which I really just all I do is help you reason your life out and so you can guide it and, and you won't need me for the rest of your life, you know. A lot of a lot of people, um, it's like a doctor, they give you a little bit here and a little bit there. But no, I give you the steps and the and the things that you need to take or the insight that you need to take, you know, for yourself to see that the power is within you. So I didn't go to school for it, but what I did was I through my life I've been through a lot of things. So I just transitioned that energy or transferred the energy of understanding how all lives are the same. Regardless, a problem is a problem. It doesn't matter if it's you might not have a car. I might have a car, but um, don't have good mind right now. So it's about the, it, we. It, the problem is the same. It's a problem. So that's how I do that. And another thing is I do spiritual counseling. If you have some way or some question that you want answered or you want you know some type of clarity or insight on, then you can also do that. I do psychic readings all as well as tarot readings. Uh, online as well. So those are the things. And, oh, of course, I have this one campaign that I really put it on hold right now because the P- oh, the vision, I, I want, this is so amazing. I just want people to see the vision of Cloud Rising. It is the utmost uh, way to even gain any type of money or way of um, becoming financially free because, it's buddy to buddy, as you say, person to person, and you get direct money. There's no three, there's no middleman, there's no wait till the check come on Friday. You instantly open up the when you when you you get the money instantly as you open up the campaign. You of course, I told you you joined in with me. Did you see the rewards in that once you looked at the the dynamics of the the peers? Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely, I think um, I think that um, I, I think it was it was really surprising. Uh, crowd rising was surprising, and I do believe in that movement. I think that it is it is something smart to do. I think it's something smart to do. Um, more people should definitely get involved and contact us about it because we are in this thing together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, trying to we we. I'm going back into the relation. We talk about the unity, and we want to relate. We say we want this, and we want to build this. Even when, like the other day, I was making a 
as I made the video when the man came at me about Black Wall Street. Cloud rising could put you back in the Black Wall Street. If you all wanted to come together and you did that, you got, okay, you got the Black Wall Street page. There's probably over 10,000 people on that page, right? Yeah. If 10,000 people gave $20, what's going on right there? Come on. If that 20,000, those 10,000 people give five more people to give them $20 in that matrix, then what's going to happen? And then if them five give five more people, then what's going to happen? You want to build a nation, build it in the right way, do it together. Don't do it while you're trying to mess over the other. That's what we do. We talk about black businesses. Let's build a black business now. Mm-hmm. The one thing that they come to do, can I get a discount if it's for free? What I'm going, you know, it's, it, you, it's never support, but they'll go right over to the next Arab or Chinaman and do get everything that they need. And leave you hanging. That's the but truth. Then say you, and then you have to charge more because they don't give you the business and you're going to have to do something in order to keep yourself afloat. But then they say unity. And when you present when when you present them with something, then you're the crook, you're the scam. But when you say, now I'll tell you in a minute, it's a pyramid scheme. Your job is a pyramid scheme. Come on. Everything that you do in life has a ranking or something over you. You as a child, you had your mama and your daddy. Then you had your older sisters and your older brothers. You always had something over you. Yeah. And that's the thing it's going to be. You got, when you're in a job, it's you, it's a supervisor. The supervisor got a supervisor. His supervisor got a supervisor. Everyone, Why? Because everybody watching everybody to see who ain't going to get over on each other. Truth, though. That's the pyramid scheme. You either build it for yourself or you build it for someone else. I'd rather build it for myself. If I'm going to be in the scheme of things, because the game is a scheme. If I'm going to be in the scheme of things, I want to be the scheme on the top. Come on now. <laughs> I want to be in the matrix where it's coming to rise, not the one that's going to constantly keep descending. You know that I, if they if they feel like they want to lay me off at any given time, they can lay me off. If they feel like I'm inadequate to what they're doing, even though I've been doing busting my butt, they can walk in there and say, "You fired." Ain't nothing I can do. And then if they fire me and they on mine, they can even not give me my unemployment. Then I'm back at square one. I will never put my life in no one's hands like that. Knowledge makes a man not fit to be slave. You apply yourself to where you will never have to count on anybody else. That's why I know how to deal poker. I can make a drink, you know. I've been, I can do hair. You know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna learn so I can fix a car. You won't change a tire. If I have to change another woman's tire for ten dollars, twenty dollars, I'm gonna do it. I change a tire. You need to all change, I'll do that too. <laughs> You need the whole thing, and now I could do that too because I never sat around and say I can't do it or I shouldn't do it. You want your roof inspected? You want your roof done? I could put a crew together right now and tell them exactly what they need to do. What's the square footage on this roof? Where you need to put the vents? Everything else you need to lay. Then go on by my business. That's because 
and they can't deny it because I know, and they ain't gotta be long. They got, they gotta know I know because I'm saying it, and then mm. I can get up there and do it. I ain't just saying it. I can get up there. You don't believe me? Let me show you. I just always mm-hmm. been like that because I felt like, you know, that if I didn't know something, that I would always be dependent on everybody else. If I didn't know how to change a flat tire, do you know how many people pass by people on the street? And this is the very thing that used to be. This used to tick me off with Christians, man. We could be on the bus or church bus or in a car and they riding together. They see somebody stranded. They say, I'm going to pray for them people. I hope they make it home. You was the answer to their prayer. What you going to pray for them for when you saw them stop and help? You just going to send them to pray up. We got to pray for them. Huh? That's what, what they say for them, like for like a distance, like it, over there. That's over there, and I'm over here, so I'll just extend my hand, you know, extend my 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 blessing, or or that case over there. But some people are reachable and touchable and teachable. Like some people, you can't reach. Right, and, and but you don't. But then you know that you know you can't reach them if you put something forth and ever. You just can't just say I'm gonna pray about it when you're right there in the midst. If somebody say they're hungry, or, or, or I, I I go back into the church that I was in. The pastor told people to stop giving the people on the street or anybody to ask you for money. Don't give them money. Give them this book. It was a pamphlet saying about telling about Jesus. If you hungry. And you give somebody a book about Jesus, that's not going to feed them. It's not. And if you give it to them, you worried about what they're going to do with it. Or, I ain't going to give them no money. They're going to go buy alcohol. They're going to go buy crack. Who are you? Are you giving out of the intent and the goodness of your heart? Or are you giving because you want them to do what you want them to do with it? Come on. That's the same way Jesus is doing for you then. then you, you, we're not right. We we want to call on the ancestors. We want to call on Jesus. We want to say we have a personal relationship with God, and the ancestors come because I burn and I do this. But how big is your ego that that mm. you think that that is true outside of you? If that if a guy up there knowing you down here treating people like these people with all this money and they do all this stuff. And I'm constantly doing something, and I always go, oh, Lord, the Lord is blessing me. I I had, I, can, I know somebody right now that mistreat their dad. They 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 do all kinds of stuff that used to steal like it wasn't no tomorrow, just constantly doing stuff. But they always had a good house, I mean, a nice house, a nice car, and they would do anything under the sun and still call on God. Jesus is the way maker. He's the do do And I'm like, how? <laughs> Mm. You know, why would he he do it for you and you rotten and there's a kid right here that just died suffering and you and and they never did nothing, but they spared you. Why the hell they spare you? That would just be my, that would just be my thought. Like, how? Then I feel that, then I'll go to the unjustness. Like, that's unjust. So that means I need to do these rituals and I need to say it because I don't get these material things because that's what we relate to. The spiritual as a blessing as material things. 
That's why we say we bless and highly favored. What you mean you bless and highly favored? How are you in the bless and highly favored than the next person that got up with the breath of life in them? Mmm. Mmm. We aren't we. Aren't we all? Aren't we, we all. all. So wow. I, 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 I wanted to, I wanted to um, touch on, like, since, you know, I feel like we're, we have to uh, come to a close here pretty soon because I, I reserved, you know, just an hour today. But um, I know it will go on, but, um, but I, my, my life has called me. Um, so I, I, I do, I do need to go, um, today for this, just for this time, but, um, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to follow back up, you know, the woman I said that I, I commented on her post, um, about, you know, not posting, you know, the baby and what happened to this baby. Um, and I could have posted her differently. And she said, um, she said, you know, she she said, we we're, we should be better than that. Where have you been with any of my positive posts? Like, you haven't been liking my posts, basically, she said. And um, and she said, my daughter's birthday was last week. Where were you? And I said, you know, you know how we do, you know, the same place, the same place for my child's birthday is the place that I was for yours because we, we don't always keep up like we should. And, you know, every once in a while, you know, we'll see each other's things and like it. But um, I did admit to her, the point of this conversation is that I did admit to her that I should have just hit her up in her inbox and said, hey, girl, how's your baby? So I went on and made sure that I even said that, you know, just so that she knows, like, I'm not just blindly out here commenting about, you know, oh, you're not, you ain't nothing. Uh, but but I did I, it did catch my attention and and I wanted to tell her like hey um, I could have responded differently but um, but there was something about the post that by the time I had got done reading reading it I was it had risen my levels it had risen my <laughs> it had risen my energy up so uh, so I did in that way but I, at least I went on and you know admitted that hey I could have taken it to the inbox and we always can. So, you know, anybody out there in radio land who's, you know, thinking about, you know, responding and whether to respond or just let it go, you can let it go. You don't lose anything by letting it go. You have all to gain by letting go. That's exactly right, you know. And, and letting go doesn't mean losing. It just means you're opening up the flow. Ah, you yes. know, everything goes back to swing. Yes, poet. Yes, poet. Yes, poet. So, so yes, um, yes. So, so we have that. We we have that um, going for us. So, um, uh, you can catch me. My name is Candice. I'm on thecandicechannel.com. I have an interesting blog going on there that is nobody's business, but apparently it's the World Wide Web business. So, I might as well just um, keep it real for those who uh, who are interested in that. And um, I make sure to write. I do have a book on Amazon. It is called In Other Words, and it is an explanation of spirituality for parents and children. Um, it's a really cool read uh, to put some things in other words rather than all the words we've been using. Um, we can describe uh, we can describe ourselves and God in so many different ways. So that's True. really exciting. Um, and yeah, catch us, catch us online, catch us somewhere. We will be here, uh, again, uh, go to the website. If you are listening at, um, talkshoe.com, it is slash TC 
slash 142-586, and we will be here again and again. Follow us on Facebook, LOL Radio, or Loving Our Listeners. That will, You will be able to find us on Instagram at AOL. I'm so funny with AOL um, at the at symbol right there. That's what it is, LOL Radio. Uh, and you can follow me at Candice Channel um, on Instagram and uh, Imami Obang. Um, if you would spell that for them, the Instagram. That's I-M-A-M-I-O-B-O-N-G. And you can find me on Instagram and Facebook. I also have a fan page, Imami Obang Empowerment Speaker. Um, look me up on Facebook. And I have a Tumblr. Oh, awesome. Imami Obang, yes. yes. Awesome, awesome. All right, we will see you all again soon and listen in to next time where we will be loving our listeners. Yes. Peace and blessings, family. I say. I say. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.